Here I am, an average teenager, you may think. But you couldn't be more wrong. I am the founder of Mayhem, the most infamous black metal band in the world. We are lords of chaos. Grace. Fun, drinking beer, playing hard and loud music, and then everything changed. Vard, the lone wolf. I hereby appoint you bass player of mayhem. We have to take this to the next level. You said it yourself. We should burn them all down. If you do this, we're free. Did it. A terror has swept across Norway. The police have described the murder as extremely violent. Either you do it for the cause and you take action, or you do it because you want attention. You can't have it both ways. The suspect, known as the Count, has You pretend to be my friend so you can hit me off guard? Why do you care about him so much? I thought you were true Norwegian black metal. I meant it, and now you betray it. No. You had this dream, this vision. You were in control. You were a leader. This will be all of those things if you wanted to. Everyone around you are disgusting little incense. Let's go! What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode. This one is a guest episode, and we are joined here with one of Brooke's friends, Matt. Hey, how's it going? And hopefully one of my new friends. Yeah, yeah, Brooke, you take a seat over there. <laughs> this is our first time meeting, so I, I really appreciate you coming out. Right on. All the way from Hamilton. Yeah. How far is that? How far of a drive is that? Uh, to get here, three hours, 48 minutes, it said. Actually, that was from leaving for Mississauga, so about four hours. Yeah. Damn, that, shit. Commitment to the pod. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I have to see your beautiful faces. <laughs> That's what it is. All right. Uh, so, yeah, this week um, we're talking about Lords of Chaos. Yes. And I'm assuming... Lords of Chaos. <laughs> yes. Matt, I'm assuming you picked this one? Yeah. Didn't, I did not. Actually. Oh, no. Okay. I picked it. assumed it. incorrectly. Um, okay. Yeah, because uh, like me and you, he is a avid uh, metal listener. Okay. And he loves horror movies and supports us. So perfect. I figured he'd be the perfect guest, guest to have on for this uh, episode. Awesome. Yeah. Try, and try I hadn't asked that. yet, but I figured that was exactly why you chose this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was exactly. like, cool, right on. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, okay, so before we hop into this, uh, we're going to do a three-way crack here. Oh, three-way crack. Are we doing it all at the same time or like Kinky fucking boys. ding, ding, ding? Let's try, let's try the ding, ding, ding. All right, who's going first? I'll be second. All right. Hey. Oh. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Brooke's making a mess of the table already. Yep. Yeah, what's Brooke got over here? So I'm drinking a Whitewater Brewing Company Blood Moon uh, Blood Orange Sour. 
from the Ottawa Valley, so right near us. There you go. Oh, I didn't know that's where it was from because I've seen that, right? And uh, it's pretty good, actually. It's, it's got, very orangey. Yeah, it's got that sour taste. And uh, Matt, you and I are drinking the Miller Light. Miller Light. Tall cans. <laughs> Which I prefer a light beer here and there. Yeah. So very nice. <laughs> and cold. Yeah. I kind of have one here. <laughs> but yeah, um, our buddy Josh from the Horror Movie Crew got us onto the Miller Light. So yeah. yeah. Thanks to him, I had to go and buy some more. There you go. Not bad. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Not bad at all. All right, Matt. Uh, you're a first time guest. The fans or the. I don't know. Fans? Do we call them fans? Yeah. Feels weird calling them fans. Dream Warriors. Yeah. Dream Warriors. Uh, they probably don't know much about you. So do you want to give us some information, plug yourself up a little bit before we get into it? Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well, um, I'm just the average guy here, you know, just trying to make ends meet. But uh, I worked with Brooke back in the day and uh, yeah, we, we hit it off and it's pretty much just me and him running the show for a while with our boss there and everything. And it was good time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, over the years, you know, like I've moved away and moved on. We've been in communication, but, uh, yeah, like I figured out you guys were doing these podcasts and started listening to them. And like, I, yeah, I've been actually doing this thing every, uh, Friday with my buddies called Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah. And yeah, the live, live driving and everything. So we've been listening to a lot of Joe Bob and I heard you guys doing the podcast and that blew me away. And I was like, Oh, freaks. I started listening to that because I do like the horror movies and my birthday is on Halloween. So yeah, kind of just goes hand in hand. I feel like I have to. You caught it now. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, kind of. So I I actually just, I work with uh, interlocking pavers. That's what my main job is now. So uh, if you need a driveway done, (laughs) you you can check us out on Instagram, to be honest. Uh, I think it's, uh, I can't even remember the Instagram name, to be honest, right now. But um, I'll figure that out later. I'll maybe I'll plug that in. Uh, but yeah, and uh, yeah, so like my metal music, like like all types of music, but that's one thing Brooke and I kind of got to be friends over was yeah. listening out over the years. Yeah. yeah. So there we are. There we are. Here we are. Well, thanks for uh, coming down here and yeah, joining us. Absolutely. Definitely. Making that four-hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Yeah, you guys ready to hop in? Let's do it. So like I said, we're talking about Lords of Chaos. We'll start with a synopsis. A teenager's quest to launch Norwegian black metal in Oslo in the early 1990s results in a very violent outcome. Fuck yeah. I didn't realize he was only 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same like, with me. He doesn't seem like, like he looked like an early 20s kind of guy. Like, yeah. And just the way he acted and shit. Like, yeah. Didn't seem like he was 17 years old. Yeah. Who, Rory Calkin? Yeah. At the time? Well, like this, the character is portrayed. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. fair enough. 
Yeah. No, no, no. That, yeah, that's crazy when you hear something soft like that. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. I'm like, not really where they started this. Yeah. Like, what were we doing at 17? I was I know. fucking the same like at the school. end. Like, we'll get <laughs> yeah. into it. But whenever Varg, when he's like 19 at the very end, it's like, holy shit. He yeah. did all that. Like, that is teens. Yeah. Because, well, even like crazier to think about if he was 19, because uh, what's his face? Euronymous, uh, he died at 25. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever Varg got with them, he would have been like, what, 15, 14, 15? 14, yeah. Like, that's insane, man. That is, yeah. Burning down churches and shit. Hmm. I mean, I was kind of that reckless too a bit, but not that reckless. <laughs> yeah. I had a magnifying glass. That's as far as I went. Yeah. How many buildings did you burn down at 15? <laughs> I uh, won't disclose this information. <laughs> yeah. uh, this movie was directed by Jonas Ackerland. Yes. Uh, he's from Sweden, so I'm sure I butchered his name. Um, but Auckland. Yeah. <laughs> he's directed movies such as Polar with uh, Mads Mikkelsen. It's a pretty good movie. I don't know if you've I, seen it. No. Oh, is that a newer one? Yeah, it's fairly new. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got it. No, I haven't seen it, but I did. Uh, yeah. It has like a My Buddy of Works. Cover, right? yes, yes, yes. Did not like it. Oh, no? Uh, that's why I haven't watched it yet. Right. Uh, he did Spun, which was probably like early 2000s. That movie's fucked, though. It's oh, all about like drug addiction one. and shit like oh, that. Okay. It's fucking messed up. Hmm. Uh, he did Small Apartments, which I've never seen. Then he did uh, the movie Horseman with um, Dennis Quaid. Oh, okay. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, I don't know. He may have done more than these, well, five movies, including Lords of Chaos, but like, his IMDb was so polluted with fucking music videos. Holy shit. I was like, because that's what he. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's like his first and yeah. foremost yeah. thing. That he like does. he's directed Lady Gaga and yeah. Pink and Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah. Ramstein. Yeah. yeah. Madonna music video. Yeah. It's like, holy well, it's Like the, the Metallica movie. <clears throat> um, oh, yeah. And fuck. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, Prodigy. Yeah. Right? yeah. He did the, if everybody had seen the video, Smack My Bitch Up. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did that video. And I remember seeing that video back in the day. Like that was a crazy video, and I was like, "Oh, freak! He did that? No way!" Yeah, anyway. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was controversial at the time. And he's done videos with Ramstein, which I thought was like pretty yeah. neat. So, yeah. but he's done one. Anyway, I don't know if I should mention this, but uh, Ramstein's video uh, for their song called "Pussy." Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If you watch that video, it's extremely controversial. There is literally pornographic. I was gonna say video. that's yeah. one that's like just pure porn. Yeah, yeah. Thing. There's porn going on. Yeah, there's uh, there's some straight penetration going on. Yeah, it's pretty. All right, let me yeah. just go to the bathroom for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, how do you spell Ramstein again? <laughs> yeah, get back over here. Come on. <laughs> uh, so the cast list um, is kind of fucking huge. So I only picked like the top four that were on the list. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so starting off is Rory Culkin, who is obviously most famously known as Macaulay Culkin's youngest brother. Oh, he's yeah. the youngest? I think he's the I youngest. I think Kieran's yeah. the older one. Yeah. What is yeah. It, how many? There's, there's seven of them? Oh, there's a, yeah. There's I a think there's like four act, three or four actor yeah. brothers. Yeah. But I think the family's like fairly big. Yeah. yeah. They all have the same eyes. Oh, yeah. I know, man. They it's all crazy. Look like, yeah. I was getting confused. Yeah. Wait, that's, oh, it's another Culkin. Man. Yeah. I was not confused, but there's another one. Well, Kieran played uh, Macaulay Culkin's younger cousin or whatever in Home Alone. Fuller, don't it pisses the bed. Oh, he did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay. okay. But anyways, we're talking about Rory, not Kieran. <laughs> Wait, it's funny though. Like, there's some parallels with like the kind of movies that they're in because Rory Culkin does this, and then Macaulay Culkin did. Remember Party Monster? Anyone yeah. seen that? Yeah. 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 So same thing. It's kind of like it's kind of like a. 
I don't know. It seems like I don't know where they came from. Like, they, I don't know if they all have talk with each other behind the back. I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to go do this one now. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. seems great. Yeah. But, anyway. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Rory plays uh, Euronymous or how do you, Austin. Austin. Yeah, Austin. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. his real name. Uh, but he's known for the movie Signs, uh, Scream 4. He was in Waco, which is a fantastic show. I saw show. him watch it, but I know you've watched oh, that man, show. Oh, man, it's so good. Uh, and he was in The Zodiac as well. Uh, next up is Emery Cohen, and he played Varg. And he is in Brooklyn, uh, The Place Beyond the Pines, The OA, Killer Man, and War Machine. Okay. Um, I've seen a lot of this, but I've never, like, he looks so different in this one because he's got he the does. long hair, he's, he's got a, the big scar yeah. on his face and yeah. shit. Yeah, I swear I've seen him in the past too. And yeah, made, made a connection here, but uh, he just really found out different. exactly where. Yeah, War. It probably was War Machine then. It probably was War Machine yeah. when I saw him. Yeah, with uh, with Brad Pitt there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up is Sky Ferreira. She played Anne Merritt, which is actually a character that was made up for this. Oh, movie. Really, was it? She wasn't actually one of the hmm. people in the, in real life. Oh, and she was pretty big in terms of like where things went. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was. Whenever I read that bit of trivia, yeah. I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Because she seemed like a character that definitely would have been in the, the mm-hmm. real life story. Um, she's known for Green Inferno, Baby Driver, and a movie called Elvis and Nixon. Oh, she's from Baby Driver. Yeah. I yeah. She familiar. Yeah. yeah. She played his mom. Uh, and last up is Jack Kilmer, and he played Dead. Um, <laughs> the character and legit. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> and who is Jack Kilmer? Uh, dead. No, no, no. But uh, I'm pretty sure. Isn't that Val Kilmer's son? Oh, is he? I'm pretty sure. I meant to check that. Me too, because I saw Kilmer, but then it didn't have it like on on his IMDb oh, uh, like opening thing, like his biography. Mess it up. I'll find it. Either way, yeah, I'm pretty sure because I was I was listening to something else, and I'm pretty sure that's where it, uh, what they, I heard there. Yeah. So more to, more to come in a minute, I guess, until I find it. But, uh, yeah. I'll keep going if you want to keep looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's in The Nice Guys, uh, Palo Alto, and The Stanford Prison Experiment. Hmm. And that's all I put for uh, for the cast list. I don't know if you guys had anybody else that you wanted to add. No, the one, um, uh, I think he's billed as Barb's driver. Yeah. He kind of looked like um, uh, the brother on... Uh, Jason Bateman show on Netflix. Uh, oh, the Ozark. Yeah, kind of looked like uh, the brother that on Ozark. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. But I don't think it was him. Mm-hmm. And you? confirmed by the way, yes, Val Kilmer's son. Okay, yeah. huh. cool, yeah, cool. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, if you guys don't have anything else to add, Brooke, you want to take over? Yes, sir. Let's hop into this. All right. So we're uh, talking about Lords of Chaos. The most hated movie before it even came out, apparently. Yeah. Anyway, continue. (laughs) (laughs) So it opens up with the title, Based on Truth, Lies, and What Actually Happened. And so we are in uh, Norway, 1987. uh, This movie's kind of like documentary-ish. A bit. It's like a biopic. Biop- yeah, 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 biopic a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so it has our uh, main character, Euronymous. He, there, it's kind of like introducing him. Uh, he's pretty much like has videos of like Norway and giving its like backstory on Norway and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> saying that uh, there's a high suicide rate in Norway. Um, he paints a pretty good picture with that. Yeah, he does, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says, here's our, uh, what does he say? Here's our, uh, the Duke or whatever. or uh, yeah, the, like the president or Yeah, the whatever. president. There's yeah. a cool, cool top hat. You know, that's, <laughs> that's that guy there. But also, there's all this other crazy stuff that's going on over here. So we learned that he is the front man of the band Mayhem. And they are trying to, he's trying to invent a uh, true Norwegian uh, black metal. And they're kind of like um, practicing their band like in his garage. And you can tell right away they're just like this kind of like shitty, like young band. Like the drummer, mm-hmm. like he's like, yeah, let's go. And <laughs> sticks his drum sticks. <laughs> yeah. I was laughing. Right yeah, look, yeah, look a little clumsy, right? Yeah. 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 Pretty good. And like his uh, sister comes in like, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> Get her, get her out of your mom. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's kind of like showing them doing like drunk drinking, like around the street, like spray painting shit, run away from the cops. Like they're young. Euronymous uh, is like dying his hair black. And he asks his sister, like, do I look evil to you? <laughs> what does he say? He's like, back when life was easy and you were just drinking and doing whatever, listening to music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Prelude. So uh, they're taking pictures for their debut album. Um, the uh, the drummer decides to leave for some reason. <laughs> so we learn that their new drummer mm-hmm. is a guy named Hellhammer. They have the sickest names, man. They, they do. Necro Butcher. Yeah. The bass player. Oh, the bass player, so Necro sick. Butcher. Yeah. So they are inventing Norwegian black metal. <laughs> Which apparently no one talks like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so now they're looking for a new lead singer because they have all their parts that are banned except for the lead singer. So they get audition tapes from all around and they get this, they're driving, they get this mail letter from someone from Sweden. Um, his name is Dead. <laughs> hmm, yeah, and they're looking at it like, what the hell? They like this? open it a bit and they're like, oh, what the fuck? It stinks. Yeah. And he pulls out the fucking mouse. Uh, staple crucified to, a, to cruci- yeah. a crucifix. Yeah. So so like, what the fuck? He goes out the window, and uh, your mom's like, "No, don't throw out the tape. Yeah, save the tape." What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> so they play oh, the wait. tape, and they're like amazed. The Euronymous is like, "Holy shit, this guy's mm-hmm. voice is amazing!" And there's this family taking pictures of the road. They're just, like, "Go up there, oh, like, yeah. suck a dick." Yeah, hate, <laughs> what did they say? Say so I was like. Hayden has sex with children. Yeah, just, like, it's, it's, the woman looks horrified. Yeah. They just peel off. Satan fucks children. I don't know if that's a, what you know. I don't know if that's a truthful thing that happened there, but I'm sure stuff like that probably happened. Oh yeah, yeah. So we learned that their new singer is from Sweden. His name is uh, Pele Olin, but he goes by the name <laughs> Dead, and uh, he just has his long blonde hair. Skinny guy just looks depressed all the fucking time. And rightfully, they did a good job with that, by the way. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he did. Um, so him and Euronymous, they buy a villa together and they they live there together. It's like in the middle of nowhere. Too. Yeah. It's like a farmer's yeah. field. Almost. And uh, Dead sleeps in a coffin, you know, to go with uh, the black metal moniker. Yeah. The whole, the whole, yeah, the whole death thing. Yeah. 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 They're like really fucking about this shit oh yeah definitely oh, crazy. at least at this point too yeah they're really he's really de- they're really depicting like trying to be as fucking dead as possible yeah. right like death <laughs> surrounded with it yeah but it's like at the same time like they still seem like they're just like 
kids that are just trying to be like this, like they don't actually live that lifestyle. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like they're trying too hard. That's how I felt with uh, um, Euronymous, definitely. Yeah. But uh, Dead just... Uh, oh, Dead's fucked. He's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, they're really trying to find that whatever they're trying to find. And yeah. Just yeah. pushing it to the limit in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I don't think you should be doing that really, <laughs> but all right. <laughs> so they've lived in the house together for a year. Um, uh, Euronymous is kind of like talking like in the background, like overlapping the, the video. And he's pretty much talking about how dead, like can't hide his oppression, is just super depressed all the time. And he hates cats and he's like in his bedroom, just a fucking cat hanging dead. I was going to ask if you guys saw that cat hanging there. Yeah, just hanging there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so fucked up. Well, what was it? Actually, just before that too, though, when they were were driving too, like when they're first in the car with dad, I guess. Didn't he like pick up a fox? fox, He did, yeah. Just like smell it, like right up close. Yeah. He's like, don't touch that. He just goes into it. Yeah, there's like driving. He just gives this look and kind of like looks over as if like, like, check it out. Like, I. Look at this thing. I honestly thought he was going to take a bite out of it. That's a little bit. Yeah, I thought he was going to. I thought he thought, like, yeah, yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah, because when I I first watched it, I did think that that, I was like, did you guys start, like, eating it? That's what I thought. But you're like, how messed up is he? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so Dead is just laying in his bed, just eyes open, look at the ceiling, and, like, Uranus just comes up to him and trying to wake him up like a shotgun. (laughs) It's like, dude, come on, get up. And he's like, yeah. There's There's a cat outside. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, but he was, he, was, he was already telling him, he's like, if you want to just end it, like, he's like, one pull of the trigger, you're dead. Yeah. And he's just like sitting there blankly, not staring at anything. Mm-hmm. And he's, so he's like, the only thing I could do is tell him there was a cat outside to get him moving. So that's what he says to him. Yeah. He gets that right. motivated and was yeah. anyway, for some reason. It's like so, the first half of the movie is like, there's a comedic value to it. And then the bit. second half, yeah. it just gets so fucked. It does. So, um, so they're running outside, chasing this little black cat. And then they just stop, and uh, Dead grabs a sh- the gun and points at his head and tell telling Euronymous like pull the trigger, do it. And Euronymous is like, "Yo, I was saying all that shit, you know." <laughs> yeah, I didn't really mean yeah, to pull the trigger, and it's shit. over. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's like, "You told me to do it," and he doesn't do it. So no. gets pit- He actually gets mad too. It looks like he gets mad when he, he does. does he like, yeah. like, ah! throws the gun away and just yeah, yeah, trolleys on. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're having a party at uh, the villa. Um, him and Dead have the the makeup on, like the kiss makeup, and it looks so badass. If and they're listening to this, I hope they don't come and kill you for just comparing them to Kiss. The makeup. Oh, <laughs> you're dead, bro. Oh, was that a big <laughs> thing? Was that a big thing? Well, no, no but I'm no, sure no, no, Norwegian no, no. death metal bands don't like. They no, but I'm sure, to be I'm with sure it. that they heard that shit back in the eighties. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 When they looked like it, but, <clears throat> I mean, no, they didn't. <laughs> but uh, and then there's one thing I thought was interesting. There's like I'm like trying to dissect this whole thing as I'm watching it, and like the one thing he says to the guy, he's like. Like, don't mess up the makeup, right? Like, yeah. as if, like, that's super important to, like, yeah. like, not about the death metal. Don't mess up the makeup yeah. here. Yeah. So I don't know. That image. might have just been a directorial choice, but as well, probably a little true. Yeah. It's all about the image. So then, uh, so they're, like, in the mirror, and they're, like, talking back and forth. And, like, we are this devil. It's like, we are lords of chaos. And it's like, we said the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Plugging itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... This is where we meet Anne-Marie. She's kind of like strung out through the movie a bit. Um, is it Marie? I thought it was Anne-Marie. Maybe it's Marie. Maybe it is Marie. Because it's spelled like M-A-R-I-T. But I mean, oh, she's okay. Norwegian. So maybe it is Anne-Marie. No, yeah. There's uh, Anne-Marie here in the, cre- in the on IMDb. Anne-Marie. Okay. 
And then uh, as uh, Euronymous is like walking out of his house, he bumps into uh, Christian who learns, turn, changes his name to Varg later on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah. like the first little. I didn't notice that the first time around. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. As well though. Like, they like they only showed her like for like a brief second, and I was like, "Oh, they did." Like, yeah. I was like, "Something's gonna be going on with this girl in this whole movie. <laughs> Something's gonna happen." I thought she was gonna like come in. There's gonna be like a big power struggle, but no, yeah. it didn't really end up that way. But hey, yeah, uh, Euronymous bumps into Christian or AKA Varg, and just kind of like apologizes, and then just goes back to the party. Um. And then the whole night just fucking destruction going on mm-hmm. and just people partying, doing crazy shit. It honestly looks like a sick party. Like, it did. I'd have yeah. fun at that. Yeah. yeah. Pure chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the next morning. Uh, Euronymous is like laying on the couch, has a makeup on. He wakes up and dead just comes down and then just goes outside and Euronymous goes to the window and looks out and dad is just outside, stretched butt naked. Yeah. And then just walks through the woods and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, something, uh, something going on over there. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's probably just hung over his hack. That doesn't really help with how you're feeling. Yeah. I got to be honest. Like, oh, man. First thing uh, Rory Calkins character there, uh, Uranus does, first thing in the morning, just spark up a cigarette, you know, yeah. and get the take on like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Classic. So uh, the rest of the band shows up. They have their first gig happening. And uh, Dad comes walking up to this kind of hole and starts digging. And just pulls out fucking clothes, and they're like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Oh, my stage clothes." <laughs> like, why do you bury them? <laughs> and then, like, Rory, uh, Euronymous says, uh, "Is like something like, oh, he's really getting into character or something like that." Yeah. Oh man. So now they're at their first show. They're all like backstage getting ready, and Dead is just there with a bag. He's inhaling oh. something. Like, <laughs> so gross. What the fuck are you doing? He shows him the fucking. He's like, I'm inhaling death. It's a fucking dead crow. Uh, is it a crow? I thought it was a bat. No, it was a crow. I think it was a crow. Oh, it was a crow. So he okay. throws it at like the I was like, that's how a crow like, started. That's right. Yeah, right. No, it's a crow. Okay, I'll give him yeah, that. So he's just inhaling this dead crow. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. yeah, and they're kind of laughing about it. Like, oh, yeah. man, well, that's gross, man. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now they're on stage. There's like pig's head, pig heads oh, on yeah. stage. Um, they're like playing the show. It's a pretty nuts show. And then at this point though, uh, sorry, just going to interject here. Yeah. Is this, because I think that show is where, like, I think that, that it has something to do with Metallica at this point, like this show here. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't hear anything about that. Like no. it was, us, it was, no. it was mentioned twice in the actual uh, interviews when I was listening, I was listening to an interview with mayhem mm-hmm. and there was another thing that was mentioned, but I'm pretty sure at this point in the movie that uh, I'd look into it, but all you listeners out there, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Metallica's music video features them at a different point. Like I got to research. Okay. I didn't uh, do okay. it beforehand, but I'm pretty sure Metallica hmm. had something to do with this part. Of the movie. But anyway, okay. yeah. that's sick. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, they're playing their show. Uh, dad pulls out a knife from the drum kit and like Rory or uh, keep telling Rory. You're <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. You're is like playing guitar and is like, what the fuck's this guy doing? And then you're on or dad just, fucking start slicing his arms oh, oh man dude i texted you brutal. at yeah. this point and i was like man this is like i'm fucking squirming at this scene and brooke's like oh i think i know what scene it is i was like yeah it's the the one at the concert and he's like oh he's like well if you're squirming at that you might want to grab a bucket yeah because <laughs> oh, like i i love gore like i love yeah. gore but like 
that like slow slicing of a knife in the skin, like that just yeah. fucking and ugh. graphically anyway, very good. Yeah, that very was graphic, one thing yeah. I think the director was good at was like just yeah, yeah. Just, he doesn't he doesn't really cut it out. He kind of seems to just mm-hmm. yeah put the I, realism in there because that yeah, yeah that's what would happen. Yeah, yeah. that's like the show Thirteen Reasons Why. Like the first season, like when it finally got to her, like cutting herself in mm-hmm. the bathtub. Like I was like, oh fuck, this. yeah, like like I, you, I can feel it like in yeah. my like tendons and shit yeah. whenever I see that stuff. It's just like, ugh. Oh. Yeah. So he just starts sure. cutting his arm, and there's like blood squirting the fans and. Yeah, where's the war when you need it? What the fuck? And then he starts cutting his other arm. And yeah, it's like oh my god. And then takes a fucking pig head and tosses it in. Tosses the, the crowd and people and start kissing it. Oh, they're biting it. Oh, they're biting out of it. Fucking biting chunks out of the pig's head. It's like oh man. Yeah, that's not gonna be a disease problem. <laughs> no, definitely not. Don't worry about that. Jesus <laughs> Only took 33 years to get to uh, 2020 with the coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> so that's how this started here. Yeah. It's all started here, folks. Uh, so now they're at uh, this, like, I think, halal place. Uh, yes. Game, like having like, yes. a restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, yeah, it was yeah. like shawarma. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Best spot to go after a metal show. I was just going to say. That's where that's, they're open late and you can eat yeah. great. And they're all sitting at the table and Dead is just like, he looks dead. just like, uh. He's spacing. Has maybe maybe from fucking huffing too many dead crows. Well, you know? Lots of blood. A couple things that's you're getting <sighs> dead crow in your wounds, dude. Like that reminds me, I don't know if you've seen the movie Green Room. Oh yeah. No, maybe. Oh, uh, Highly recommend it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, has Patrick Stewart as a Nazi uh, Oh really? Uh, okay, yeah. must watch. It's fucking oh, nuts, man. But oh, uh, yeah, the one guy gets his arm cut like that and they duct tape it and it's like, man, that like coming off? Oh, pulling that off? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're all, like, partying, you know, at the table. And then um, Euronymous goes up to get his food, and Christian is sitting at the table by himself. And he's just, he's like, kind of hovering. He's like, he plays a really good show. And Ross is like, oh, thanks. And he's like, yeah, you guys really good job. And then he has, like, this uh, leather jacket on. It has, like, patches on him. Euronymous is like, scorpions, eh? I thought you were a real metal fan or yeah. something like that. Yeah, he just pokes at it and goes, Scorpions, and then kind of just like dismisses them. Yeah, he's like, because <laughs> I think at one point, I don't know if it's later yeah, on. You were worried about your makeup earlier. Come yeah. on here. <laughs> I think it's later on in the movie, but Geronimus goes on about all he doesn't want to be, like these faggy oh. metal bands and stuff like that, which yeah. I think when he gets his records from, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Well, hold on, I was going to say the best part is, I, I, laugh, I laugh at this part because I thought it was great because like the depiction of like, we're serious black metal, everything like that. And then like, he's saying like, it's all these other people that are coming in here. You might as well call it. What do you call like, he's like, they're, they're all just talking about life. You might as well call it life metal or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. But then yeah. as soon as he goes on this big speech of how like, this is like the darkest thing ever. All of a sudden you hear the guy go like, shawarma order up. Like, <laughs> cuts him right off. Like, Oh yeah, we're still in a shawarma shop. Yeah, I guess we're not, that, we're not that badass. We're not eating dead uh, things. <laughs> Cause it's funny. Like Euronymous, this is all like fake. Like, it's not fake, but it kind of is. Mm-hmm. And it's an image. Yeah. He's the reason why Christian becomes so fucked in the end because Euronymous yeah. is telling him, no, you got to do this stuff, this stuff to be a true black metal fan. Yeah. But it's all just for clout. Yeah. But then whenever, well, we'll get into it more. <clears throat> yeah. Like, whenever he mm-hmm. does it. Yeah, I know. I wonder when to pull the tree. There's a lot to say yeah, about that. Yeah. Then whenever Euronymous, you know, is like, 
yeah, I know we'll get into it, but it's funny how this movie. Yeah, they you, you paint this image and you're saying this, but realistically, in the end, you're kind of like he the difference of beliefs, and that's kind of I think where the whole strike kind of starts exactly. getting. It's like wait a minute, but yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. So, uh, Dead is in his room. He's not dead yet, but he's in there. Yeah. <laughs> he's don't let the name you. He's at the villa by himself. He's sitting in the middle of the room. And he just looks fucking depressed as fuck. Yeah. Grabs a knife, big fucking knife, mm. and then just slices his arm. And at the concert, he did it uh, like kind of sideways. Across the tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not but this time, he just goes up the fucking arm vertically. Like wrist to elbow. Yeah, wrist to elbow. And, and it's like a, it's like the, his whole far, forearm. Yeah. And it looked like that's another thing. Once again, this director didn't leave anything off the it table. honestly it looked, looked like, like it happened i don't did, know if that was cgi yeah. or how they did that but that was uh, like the first this is the second time i've seen this but the first time even this time is like that's fucked didn't i almost couldn't watch it legit yeah 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 that, yeah, that was uh that was like oh there it is okay yeah. holy cow yeah. and then he did it to his other arm and it's like oh my god i thought this was a dream at this point in the movie i literally thought it was it like is. oh it's just a weird dream yeah. sequence or something like that because you think he's like, gonna be like one of the main guys throughout the whole thing yeah, yeah exactly. and i gotta be honest I'll, i'm gonna throw this out here the first time i watched it i completely missed the intro where they said that this was based on real stuff. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, I completely missed that entirely. Yeah. I did not know where this was going mm-hmm. and, like, didn't know. Yeah. So it was great. It was yeah. great, yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, he cuts his one arm and then he just fucking picks up the knife and cuts his other arm the same way. He's just, like, laying there, like, bleeding out. That's fucked. And, and then, like, gets the fucking energy to pick up a pad and a pen of paper and write his suicide note. Well, before that, he cuts his throat. Oh, too. Yeah. That's I why thought I thought it was a dream sequence. I was literally like, he's still going? Like, he's like walking around and stuff. Yeah. Like, he's still he's going. Cuts his throat and it's like... Oh. I mean, I gave blood once and lost a pint of blood and I, I was going a little gray. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were like losing that amount. Like, pretty would be on the ground, man. Yeah, anyway, so he, yeah, like you just said, he gets up to his desk and starts writing a fucking letter. It's like, how? You can't even, like, you yeah. wouldn't be able to write. Yeah. Oh, man. Should have wrote it in blood. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes over to his bed and he's still alive somehow. I don't fucking know how. He looks better now than he did after the show. <laughs> like, yeah, he, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he yeah, looked uh, more dead. That's as well. I think maybe what he was living for, right? He's like, yeah. all right. I don't know. So he's writing this letter, and as he's doing this, his dad calls, and he gets his dad's message in his machine. He's like, Pele, like, it's your dad. Like, hope you're doing well. Congratulations. Like, university just called you got in yeah so, so it's like sad, clearly this kid is smart as fuck mm-hmm. but just i don't know mm-hmm. and then he walks mm-hmm. over to his bed and just laying there and just takes up the shotgun puts it up and just fucking pulls the trigger it doesn't cut away at all no yeah spoiler alert guys but yes half his fucking head is missing yeah and it's you so see nasty. brains and fucking skulls it's straight all up over the oh place. yeah it's yeah. straight up yeah. like you, yeah there is no cutaway yeah no. it looks so Boom. real too yeah Boom. Like, yeah. whoa. It's nuts. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> All over the radio, too. Like, he yeah. shows the radio, and I think he chose, like, a, a tape before he even did that, too, and it shows the tape he chose. Yeah. It's all covered in skull. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then you see... Not screws. Then you see the uh, Uramas comes home and finds him, and he sees a letter, and it just says, excuse all the blood, let the party begin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, XO Jesus, man. So apparently, um, like this was like not 
um, exactly how he how he killed himself with like the imagery and everything like that. But like apparently, like all these things, there was a lot of warning signs leading up, like in so real Ed life. Is a real guy. Yeah, he's yeah he's, he's a, a real, real guy. guy. Like in real life, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So he was, and apparently, like, that's where, like, they said that, like, that there was a couple of uh, reviews that I watched, uh, people reviewing the movie, and that, that apparently this was very closely depicted as, like, okay, this is actually kind of how he was, and, like, there's a lot of warning signs going up to it and all this mm-hmm. crazy stuff, and, like, there was a lot of notes and things that he wrote, and it's yeah. kind of crazy throughout the movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, uh, anyway. Hmm. So, uh, so yeah, Pay or Uranus uh, is like about to call the cops, and then he doesn't call the cops. He just goes to the convenience store, comes back, gets a camera, and starts taking pictures of the fucking body. Also true. Is that it? happened. That happened. Really? Yeah, he wow. was too distraught, and well, not distraught, but he just he did that. He's like, well, he took it as he like called a, the cops. He went there. Yeah. Anyway, That's he took good. it as like a multi, uh, marketing ploy almost. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's taking pictures. He calls Hellhammer, and he's like. Yeah, dead. Uh, dead's gone. And he's like, oh, he went back to Sweden. It's like, no, he shot his head off. Yeah. It's like, fuck. And apparently, the actual words in real life were, uh, yeah. he did something real cool. Really? really? Apparently. Wow. Anyway. Holy fuck. But uh, either way, same thing. So, yeah, the other band members, they come back and Hieronymus um, pulls out necklaces with uh, a piece of his skull on it, apparently. Which later on, we learned that it was actually chicken bone, but is there actually shit on that? Oh, yeah, that's there. They apparently, though, like, I don't know if the one that he gave, anyway, because uh, it gave, I don't know, this is going to be giving it away. But yes, apparently it was real. And maybe that, maybe there was one that was only chicken bone. But uh, oh, okay. once again, it's just all like hearsay, kind of. Uh, I've watched so many videos, I cannot remember yeah. at this point yeah. Yeah, which one, because like there were some that were more valid than others. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I was trying to figure it out. No, but, uh, anyway. So yeah, um, Jordan, who uh, what's his actual, what's his like band name? The bassist. Jordan. Which one was Jordan? The bassist. Yes. What's his like fucked up? Necro butcher. Necro oh, butcher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So necro butcher is like he actually looked super familiar too. Uh, yeah. Necro butcher. You're right. Um, but yeah, I'll let you guys look. But uh, yeah, so necro butcher, he's just like not nah, like. Euronymous, you fucking like went way too far this time. Like, I quit, and Euronymous is like, he's like, well, you can't be in my band anymore, and he's just like, my band. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. He's like, good, you're fucking, you're done. Yeah. And uh, get out of here. He hasn't been in anything. He's oh, like, okay. what do you mean? He's you're actually is he actually gone? He's like, yeah, he's gone. He's replaceable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're gone. Um, so now. Euronymous uh, decides to open a record store, and I didn't catch the name of it, but I just caught that it means it's Norwegian for hell. Okay. Yeah, it was a weird name. Like it's, it, Nor- it was a, it's a Norwegian word that yeah. means hell yeah. in Norwegian. Okay, nice. Okay. Um, so now he has this uh, group called the Inner Circle, or aka Black Circle. So they're down in their uh, like fucking hangout area. It's like a dungeon, kind of. Yeah. And uh, it's underneath the record store. Yeah. Oh, that was Sam's just down the street there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and actually upstairs before that too. Um, Christian shows up, and uh, it's just Euronymous in the store, and Christian's like looking at it. He like picks up a, like a, a Scorpions record. He's like, "Why do you have this shit here?" And it's like, <laughs> "Dude, you're just wearing a fucking patch." 
I wonder if that was a shot. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. he said, you poked me, and you still have it here. I don't know. Yeah. And it was like, it wasn't like he had to dig for it. It was like front row yeah. you know, on the fucking show. So then he asks Euronymous, uh, and Euronymous is like, oh, yeah, I got to have that shit here. He's like, but the good shit, the people who know metal, they'll find it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, posers won't find the shit that I have. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so um, <clears throat> Christian picks up a few records and brings it to him. And then the other two buddies show up and they're like, Oh, let's have some beers. And Christian's like, Oh no, I don't, I don't drink. He's like, uh, you want a glass of milk? Yeah. yeah, You want a glass of milk? And he's, and then they're like, Oh, what's your name? Christian. They're like, are you Christian too? He's like, no, not anymore. He's like, now I'm Varg. It's like such a weird fucking name. But then, uh, but then he kind of wins him over with that. And he goes, Varg, I like that. Yeah. So, you know, there's this like, all right, it's, I don't know, there's something going on there. But yeah. yeah, that was another thing. Like, I honestly, when I first time I watched this movie, I didn't even realize like the, the relevance of his character coming in and coming in and coming in again. Like, there was a couple times he came in. Like, yeah. He really I wanted to be notice. part of that crew. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a depiction, too. So, Which, yeah. if he's a few years younger, it's, he's kind of like the younger kid who's trying to be like the older yeah. cool kids. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Looking yeah. for that reason. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, Euronymous is in his office and Varg comes in and he's like eating a burrito or his like halal shit again. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, you want a bite? Oh, yeah. And then, he, uh, Varg is like, Oh, I don't eat meat. And Euronymous just says, Oh, like Hitler. He's like, yeah, like Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> so now Euronymous has his own record label. Um, he goes on like a rant to Varg about how the church is like oppressing Norwegians and, they're like the cause of political shit and stuff like that. And uh, he wants to burn like the churches down and shit like that. And then Varg gives him a demo tape. And I forget what his band is. Uh, Burzum or Burkum? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Burzum. yeah, yeah. And because yeah. I, in the interview that I watched with him speaking, yeah, there is a, even a way he's like, Burzum or something yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, yeah <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the next morning there's like this Salvation Army lady just standing outside the shop, <laughs> and uh, so um, Euronymous he has like bunk beds in his shop with uh, the other guy. I think it's uh, I forget his name Faust. Yeah, Faust, Faust lives there with him. Uh, just like goes down his underwear, just starts pissing in the sink. And I love how during Classic the whole move. Yeah, I love how during the whole movie <laughs> Faust is just. Uh, Faust is watching horror movies, like yeah, on his little. I tried to find thing. what movies that that he was watching through it. Yeah, the only one I knew was uh, Evil Dead. That yeah, was at the end, where yeah. you're almost just watching it. But uh, oh yeah, because we were like, what movies? <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, <clears throat> so Euronymous finds the demo tape that Varg gave him. So he starts listening to it, and he's like, "Holy, like, I haven't been this shocked since listening to Dead's demo tape. Like, mm-hmm. this is amazing." Gives it to Faust. And he goes outside and uh, in his underwear. Yeah, they? in his underwear. In his underwear, <laughs> just walking around. Yeah. Which apparently was a, like they were like, I don't know. People are like, well, I don't know why they showed that. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, who probably, cares? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably happened that way. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes out to Varg. I guess Varg is just sleeping in his car for some reason. I don't know. No, we go. Wakes him up and is like, "I like your demo tape. Except I'm broke, so here you go." <laughs> and Varg is like, "Oh wait, like my mom can pay for it." So. Again, like, showing showing his age. Dollar too. sign, dollar. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, 
And then as uh, your mom is like walking back in, just tells the salvation, I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and just like packs her shit up and leaves. Uh, um, well, I was going to say like, that was uh like those kind of depictions too were also like people. That's why this movie was so hated. Like they didn't want it to be depicted the wrong way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't want there to be, they want it to be a documentary style or nothing, but even though it's like no one else is doing it anyway, mm-hmm. but um, the way that that kind of stuff was depicted, but they did kind of apparently make Varg look like a little bit of a sissy in a sense. But I'm oh, like, really? from what I saw, I was like, it didn't really make him seem like a sissy. He still Maybe has a start, but he, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Not even, a, yeah. Anyway, I have a, tri- a bit of trivia from that. Yeah. Um, yes. I got to find it. And I was going to say, yeah, while you're finding that, um, like right now, though, especially when they're talking about the churches, I think that's like almost the main focal point of like kind of what this movie was about. Oh, yeah. The church have, like, yeah. That was like a huge thing. In well, not even like, but then the reasons behind it and mm-hmm. the reasons why these kinds of things. Anyway, there's a whole huge discussion. Yeah. Over that yeah. stuff as to like which religion built over which religion kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, Varg, the real one, has claimed that he was portrayed as a power-hungry lunatic in this movie and that it's a deliberate misinterpretation based in part on the cultural misunderstanding of his passion for role-playing games in the 90s. Because, like, back then, if you played, like, role-playing games like fucking D&D, D&D and shit like that, like, you're almost like a loser, right? right? Like, only yeah. only nerds and geeks play D&D. Whereas, yeah. like, now it's more mainstream yeah. and, like, everybody plays it, but... So it, it was almost taking on like, <clears throat> like it was almost trying to show that he was filling the role of like that leader in D and D sort of thing. Oh, okay. Like that's what he right said and, about it. And funny enough, like once again watching these uh, interviews with him, there's actually like he has little um, plugs at the end of his videos, which yeah. shows like his like I guess books that he's written. Oh, with, really? Uh, I, well, like I think it'd be. Like, like he still really likes Odin. Um, we're talking about Varg here, mm-hmm. and uh, and I guess there's yeah, there's like books with like gameplay. I didn't look in, I didn't click on any of the links, but yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. So now they're at the uh, um, recording studio, and they're all like waiting outside, and then these fucking old people <laughs> come out, and they're just like, "Hail Satan!" <laughs> and Ross is like, "I'm gonna fuck that one." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like. So that's how it's done. Yeah. Take notes, Wilson. <laughs> so now they're uh, at the bar. Varg has become a part of the black circle officially. Um, Varg is like ripping posers like at the table like the whole time. Like mm-hmm. I think some one of them recommends going somewhere or listening to something, and Varg is just like, "Oh, like you fucking poser!" But yeah. like he was exactly like that. Yeah. You know, a few days ago or a year ago, whatever. Yeah, Varg's really oh. starting to like change his attitude. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you guys saw that, eh? Yeah, because I, I, I didn't pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. But what I did notice, uh, like, uh, I don't know how much I should be throwing in here, but yeah, uh, like Varg, like the the actual character, uh, what's his last name? Uh, Vil Vilkern. Vilkern. Vikern. Yeah, I think it's Vikern. Yeah. And uh, but no, he's apparently like he's he's like kind of devout to like Odinism, mm-hmm. like obviously like you know like Norse mythology and yeah. not, not even, but. Um, yeah, that that was like his main thing, and then like so. Yeah, because later in the movie, whenever him and Geronimus go to burn down the one church, he says that this church they 
they built this on Odin, uh, altar of Odin. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And yeah. that's where like, I started drawing those parallels and then reaching, researching into it afterwards. Like, and even to this day, he still kind of makes videos about it. Like, mm-hmm. He kind of still believes it. And it's, he's not wrong in what he says, to be honest. But, uh, the crazier thing is that you got Euronymous, who's the uh, same thing, like still not hundred percent on how you can paint his picture, yeah. but apparently he likes to, he, he, he wouldn't in real life, he wouldn't let you into his, record label or into his like group of circle or circle of whatever without uh, the, the only prerequisite is that you had to practice satanism you could have been making music that sounded like the beach boys but as yeah. long as you practice satanism <laughs> that was okay but yeah. according to <clears throat> varg he, that's he, he never practiced satanism never mm-hmm. wanted that that wasn't the true message yeah. he was trying to get out so yeah. it seemed like in my opinion early on in the movie like that's kind of like the image i got from varg which i thought was really well done because like I, I thought this before even researching into it was like, oh, this guy has like a different mindset. Like he's trying to go for something else. Yeah. And something truer to his own values. And like, I think that, that his character actually was kind of true in a little mm-hmm. bit of that sense. But hmm. yeah. And also uh Varg says something um about how he wants to gas people to death. Yeah, <laughs> and then the rest of the group is like kind of goes quiet, like what's this guy yeah. talking about? And then they all <laughs> laugh at him after. I was like, how is that yeah. funny? <laughs> And uh, <laughs> so now they're Euronymous and Amory and Varger in like the little like dungeon place of the record studio. And Amory's like kind of bugging Euronymous, like, oh, is this where you take groupies? And he's like, no, we don't have fucking groupies. Yeah. He's like, our band are, we want people like who listen to it who are like into suffering and depression. <laughs> He's like, I want my listeners to commit suicide. <laughs> it's yeah. like, he says that. Yeah, he's incredible. like, I want my listeners, my music, to make people want to commit suicide. <laughs> Whoa, dude! <sighs> yeah, trying real hard here. So uh, then, Euronymous and Emery are like, "Oh, we're gonna go upstairs." And Vargas is sitting there, and he's like, "No, stay." And he's like, "Take your clothes off." And it's like such a character change for yeah. him. Like, I, know, I found it really weird. Like. Like I found this movie long, but I found like his character arc fucking switched, like yeah, like a see, light that's switch. What you man. guys saw it, which is crazy because yeah. I didn't see that the first time. I really, watched. but like maybe I yeah. just like missed that. But I just like I, maybe I already had him in this position in my mind, like oh, this guy's something else. Yeah, but like yeah, you, yeah, that's funny because there's other people that also said the same thing. Interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Like his whole that's attitude where changed debate. so fast. It did, yeah. Interesting. That, interesting. That's why I like this movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, have they gotten the new vocalist yet? Have they recruited? No, they haven't. They haven't yet. No. Okay, no. Um, yeah, and this is where we see Evil Dead on the on the TV that Faust is watching. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, Rom says like at the desk, I think helping cool people, and then Faust is just like, man, I really want to know what it feels like to stab someone, and then Ross just says, well, do it, yeah, find out, <laughs> which kind of plays into later. <clears throat> Um, so they get their, uh, their record and they're like looking at it and Varg, he's like kind of pissed. He's like, what's this black spell of destruction? It's supposed to be spell of destruction. And then your is just like, oh, I changed it. And Varg is like, what do you mean? Why? Why'd you do that? And he's like, oh, everything sounds better with black in it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, clearly like Euronymous is. Just trying to commercially commercialize market. it yeah, and you yeah. know, get get um, people to listen to it and Which stuff apparently, like according to the bandmates, was kind of true. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. By the way. I mean, it works, right? 
because Mayhem is like one of the biggest black metal bands ever. Yeah, so Norwegian black metal band. Sorry, sorry, Norway. <laughs> not, just, not just regular black metal. <laughs> um, so now Varg is out of church. He has a fucking dead bunny with him, and then he sets the the church on fire. And Euronymous is at his uh, his eating joint where he fucking eats there every single day. <laughs> I would too, man. It looked good. It did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he, he sees the uh, the church burning on TV, and then he goes back to his record shop, and he pretty much says that he told Varg to do it, mm-hmm. and Varg is just like kind of like, "What do you know?" He's like, "You didn't tell me to do it." Yeah, <laughs> and you can tell that yeah, Euronymous is starting to take credit for for everything, um, and then has this kind of this uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? montage of like Varg just doing crazy shit he's like mm-hmm. fucking girls and Euronymous is like talking over like saying how Varg just like went nuts he's like fucking girls <clears throat> burning down all these churches like he just like switched like you said mm-hmm. his character apparently he never like had all that sex and shit either like, oh really because like throughout the movie he has a shit ton of sex and they mm-hmm. he mentioned in an interview that he, that never really happened mm-hmm. like they portrayed him as like some sort of fiend almost mm-hmm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so now uh, Euronymous is talking about how that Varg is doing nuts and getting all this attention and stuff like that so the only way to get him out of the mainstream is to make him a bassist of his band and this is where uh Varg and uh, Euronymous burn down the one church together, and like Varg just fucking has his homemade bomb. Yeah, I was like, this guy's—he's clear. This guy's got a brain. So he can make a bomb, huh? Bomb in his wow. backpack. And like they didn't, even, they didn't even have YouTube back then. Yeah, no, he just figured that one out. And Euronymous just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit, you got a bomb, man? Yeah. He doesn't want any part of it. At this no. point. He did, like he, no. as, as far as the character being depicted, yeah, mm-hmm. just, no, doesn't want any part. Of it. It's like, yeah. like this part. We're here now, and I don't want to look like a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this like scene here is like where you see the full like reversal of exactly. roles in yeah. the movie, right? Like, yeah, Euronymous turns into the pussy, and Varg yeah. turns into the guy yeah. who just wants to like cause destruction and chaos everywhere. Yeah, because Euronymous doesn't actually want to do this stuff. He just yeah. wants to talk about it. Yeah. And shit. He wants yeah. to make people think that they're doing it. Exactly. But not actually doing it. Yeah. So they set the, the bomb to a minute timer. They just walk out casually or waiting. Nothing happens. And Varg's just like, fuck. Just like strolls right back oh, in. Yeah, You're going, whoa, dude. I thought for sure he was going to die here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He like walks in, like picks up the bombs, like stopped at 35 seconds. He's like, fuck. And then Euronymous just starts burning the Bible, and then they set the church off. Excuse me. Well, this is where he says right. the Odin part. Right. He's like, these <clears throat> faggot churchgoers, you know, built this church on Odin's altar. More sacred ground, right? Yeah. 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 That's a quote from the movie. That's not a quote from Brooke with the whole faggot term. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just let them know if you know um that's that and i thought that like that that as well i thought was a great depiction of like the the differences of their ideologies like kind of colliding like he seems pretty passionate about what he's doing and the other there's the other side which is just commercialism that could be happening yeah that's interesting yeah so now faust is out at the bar by himself 
he's like having having a drink, and then there's in the background at the bars this old older guy like looking at him weird. Faust leaves. This guy starts following him, and then they stop, and like <laughs> the guy just reaches like around him. Is like you don't have to be afraid. It's like what the fuck is that? Well, yeah, that that part <laughs> started shifting gears there. Whoa! whoa and he turns okay. Faust around, like starts like fucking rubbing his like dick region. He's like mm-hmm. what the fuck. And uh, Faust is like, oh no, like not here. Takes him to the bushes, and then the guy is like, he's like, you can do anything you want. It's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, Faust just pulls out a knife and just fucking starts stabbing. Yeah, him. I, didn't, I didn't know which direction I was going to take. I was like, maybe he yeah. wants this. Uh, yeah, hey, I was, hey, was kind of hey. hoping. I was kind of hoping for that like turn of like, direction. Like, like yeah, uh, this is <laughs> like he he's portraying himself as like this huge black metal guy but like yeah like underneath all of that he's actually like a gay man like like obviously this is a biopic so if that's not the way that he actually was in real life then it would be stupid to put it in the movie Mm -hmm. but like that kind of character arc would have been kind of cool yeah Mm -hmm. i I wasn't sure which direction it was going to take either i was like okay where are they going with this but no ends up just giving him the goal one two with the knife (laughs) yeah so he stabs him a few times the guy's not dead yet and like manages to knock the knife away he's like gets up and just he can't fucking walk at all he lost so much blood and then just stabs him fucking 15 more times Mm -hmm. goes 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 yeah which same thing though, like even same thing you just said though. It's like it could have gone either way there. Yeah. And I feel like it still maybe was in the, like was I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the actual character. I didn't look into uh, what his sexual preferences yeah. were or anything like that. But, it's almost yeah. like was he out there looking for that or was maybe, he out there he looking just made to the kill somebody? Yeah. yeah, which one was it? And and yeah. I don't know. It was an interesting interesting thing yeah. to put in there. So now they're back at the shop, and Varg comes in. He's kind of like pissed off. He's saying like, "When am I getting paid for the fucking record we put out?" And Euron's just kind of like putting them aside, like, oh, the record recording studio costs a bunch of money. Like, we'll get paid when we sell some records and shit like that. Basically saying, like, all that money's gone to the overhead cost of shit. That's what he's saying. And then on the TV in the background, there's the reporters about the the man that's found dead, stabbed to death. And Faust Faust just goes, oh, I did that. (laughs) So nonchalantly, (laughs) too. Like, yeah, that was me. (laughs) And then Euron's just, like, looking at him like, man. That's a great fucking move. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then Varg is like, let's burn down a church to celebrate. It's like, all excited fuck. now. Yeah. <laughs> and Faust is like, yeah, man, like you told me, told me to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, felt like uh, to stab someone. Yeah. Well, I guess he did. <laughs> yeah. And again, like your own direction we all taken here. Yeah. Your yeah. Yeah. is taking credit for him doing it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff like Nothing that. Nothing kept happening, right? And uh, so now they are going to burn down another church, uh, Faust, Varg, and uh, Euronymous. And they're in the, the church, and Faust is, like, knocking over shit, and Euronymous is just, like, standing back doing nothing. And Varg is like, come on, man. You're the king of this shit, right? You're the master. You know how to do this shit, right? And he's kind of, like, you know, teasing Euronymous a little bit. This is like where you can kind of see the shift. Like he knows that Euronymous is a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They, or he's smart and doesn't want to go to jail. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they burned down this char- church. They're like in the field, you know, fucking celebrating shit. Then some cops with a uh, dog show up. They, they leave. I guess they don't get caught. Um, and then they're at a, um, 
the Motorhead show, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Euronymous is like, yeah, like to the black circle. He's like, this doesn't leave the black circle, but Faust killed someone. He's like, I told him to do it. Mm-hmm. He's like taking credit for it. And Vargas kind of has that like, look on his face like, yeah, yeah you fucking did. Like, And uh, so now Euronymous is like paranoid and shit. He thinks the cops are following him and stuff like that. He wants out of the black circle and just to, he's pretty much saying like all evil and dark shit is not as fun as I thought it was. <laughs> okay, cutting a little serious here, guys. Uh, okay. <laughs> he's going to start working on like himself and like the future he buys, he gets like his own apartment. I guess he, I don't know if he sells a record shop or just goes bankrupt, like broke from it. Uh, No, the wrong? police raid it. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay, I totally didn't catch that. Well, they... Yeah. Yeah, how it's rated, and then it got shut down. Oh, okay, okay. And then... Uh, who was it? Was it Varg that asked Euronymous, like, oh, did your dad stop paying the rent or something like that? Oh, yes. Right, 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 right. Starting up. Um, so now he's in his apartment with Amory. He has, like, the full makeup on, and Amory's, like, around taking pictures of him, which... Looked pretty fucking decent, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then they have they have some six and with like the full <laughs> the full they like, did it. yeah with like the full makeup on. It's so yeah. weird, and she has like the makeup like all over her face from kissing them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that just started out as a photo shoot, and then it was like turned into something else, right? Yeah. But she's just a fiction. Anyway, it's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's an interesting take though, because like I feel like at this point it's like okay, you hear like the music change, and it started like it wasn't just like. Black metal and hatred. It was like, oh, there's some passion going on mm-hmm. here. They're starting to like each other. Yeah. Like, interesting. Like, they're still human. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that was kind of the depiction there. It's like, yeah. yeah, you're still underneath all this stuff. Yeah. So Anne Marie is like up, but Euronymous uh, uh, is like having a dream of dead, like in the woods with him, like earlier before. It's like this weird fucking thing. These dreams are oh, fucked. Yeah. They were like a crow's eye and like yeah. a dead bunny and like just weird shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a strange. That was just, like it wasn't that strange to throw in the movie, really, but it was definitely no. a strange depiction. Always after, like, yeah, it's like okay, yeah. it was almost maybe like, could have done without it, but also yeah. like trying to show something, right? Let's show some torment. Yeah, yeah. So now they're back at the recording the studio. Um, this is where they have their new uh, singer, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like about to go in, and the bard shows them a picture of this cathedral. He's like, "This is the biggest cathedral in Norway." He's like, we're going to blow it up. So I'm going to stop you for a sec. Yeah. The guy who is their new singer yeah. was the actual guitarist's son, like in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I think he was guitarist. Yeah. Oh, really? That's cool. Um, no, sorry. Real life singer. So it was the singer's son who portrays his father in really? the movie. Yeah. That's cool. Nice. Um, yeah, so Varg is saying that so he wants to uh, blow up the cathedral and Gronis is like, doesn't want to at all. He's like, no, we're not doing it. Um, so now later on, Varg is, you can tell there's like tension between Varg and Euronymous. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's later, getting a little, yeah, there's like a lot of like glances and yeah. like, like yeah. the things are set and yeah, yeah things get intense right and that's like the thriller part of this movie and also like varg is super fucking talented because when he gives like his demo tape earlier he's like oh who's in the band and varg's like oh it's all me yeah like he plays, he plays fucking drums guitars vocals it's mm-hmm. like damn 
And I don't know if he did that in like yeah. real life. Uh, yeah, I didn't look into that. No, no I wonder. Okay. That'd be cool though. So now Varg is calling Euronymous. He's pretty much saying that he's going to take it public, the Black Circle public, and that they people need to know that it's them. And Euronymous is like, "Well, if you're going to do it anyway, then why are you calling me?" Mm-hmm. And Varg and Euronymous is saying, "Like this is going to make us all look bad. Like don't do it." And Varg just like, "Fuck you." So. Um, Varg is setting up like his room. He has like fucking Nazi banners and swords yeah. and stuff like that. And he gets a reporter to come in with a photographer. And I thought this whole scene was so fucking funny. Um, uh, the reporter's like, "Oh, what's your name?" And he's like, "Call me not the count, but like the Norwegian name for it." Yeah. He's like, "Call me this," and the reporter's like, "What?" He's like captain or you know whatever mm-hmm. he's like what he's like oh just call me the count yeah, <laughs> yeah and they kind of make him look a little like, that's another part in this movie they kind of make him look a little like, keep going but they make him look a little silly yeah. i think at this scene right yeah, they like, did he's, he's still childish right like yeah. he's still such a young kid. like yeah it almost looks like because he's, he doesn't really know what he's doing he's kind of just you know like he dies but he does yeah he's kind of just like because he's right, talking well, to this reporter i meant who... to have this big idea but now we're taking pictures all right yeah because yeah, he's talking to this reporter who's probably been in the reporting business for a while it looks like yeah he's way smarter because he like it wits um, oh yeah varg here i don't know kind of more trivia here but um literally from the mouth of varg himself he said that this reporter when he actually met with him was insane and was looking in real life, apparently in this interview was looking yeah. to actually like pin them as Satan, like Satanism. Like yeah. he wanted, he's like wanted to pin him as a sadist and was like looking to like pin other things on him. He was like, this reporter's insane. Like this guy actually had no idea what the heck he came in with an idea and like wanted to just get that out of me. And that's yeah. like, I just fed him some bull crap apparently. But yeah. yeah. Hmm. So yeah, he's like, as reported asking him, Varg is like, yeah, like I know who burned down the churches and he's like, Oh, you do? He's like, yeah, a group called the Black Circle. And then the reporter's like, how many of you are in it? And then Varg is like, there's six of us. Ah, <laughs> you, you seem so smart. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do? And like, as soon as like, he said there's six of us, you could tell Varg is like, ah, six of us. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you already fucked Which is where, yeah, it's like, because like they that was the yeah. whole thing going into it. Now, so it's like, you can't yeah. So we, oh, I don't know if that's how uh, it actually happened. And then it gets worse too because uh, the reporter's like, "Oh, you guys are Satanists." And then Varga's like, "Yeah, we were involved in a murder last year." So Straight also, up, the, yeah, then he just like, yeah, and the timeline is kind of weird yeah, was during this yeah. movie too because it kind of jumps ahead, like it kind of like just like tells you like, "Oh, this is a year now." Like, mm-hmm. yeah, put up the dialogue. But he's, he's like, "We're involved in murder last year," and the reporter's like. He's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, like the the gay man last year. And he's like, oh, you did it? And he's like, no, but one of us did it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fucking up so bad. And then the guy, Fedora, takes a picture and Varg's like, no, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, it's okay. We can <laughs> we can cover up your face. And then Varg gets like the photo shoot. He's like, has his hair. Yeah, it all like went, so- it was like, yeah. And it's like, is Varg that dumb? It's like clearly. Like they still have half of your face, dude. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and but like in like leading up to this point too, it was like there was between Uranus, Uranus and Varg. It was like don't do it, 
because mm. of all this, like you're gonna like I, he's already paranoid. Like yeah. I don't know, did we touch on that already? How paranoid? No, he was we didn't because the cops super were late. paranoid. That's what the thriller part starts getting. sorry, yeah. Euronymous was getting extremely paranoid, like looking out windows and stuff, and like yeah. talking on the phone and like, don't do the interview. Like look out your window right now. I, like I swear, there's a cop out there looking for you right now. Like exactly, just a a little paranoid, but also yeah, they're talking about burning out things and. He's just freaking out, right? He just thinks people are over his shoulder. And yeah. straight up, Varg, right away, almost, it's like, it's like he forgot that he said that. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just don't let him know it was, oh, you just, yeah, okay, right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, after it was like, fuck, Varg's an idiot. Then as soon as, like, the reporter's walking out, he's like, that guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's going to be on the front page tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's apparently actually what happened to that. That reporter oh, did really? go straight to the cops. Why and, wouldn't you? Right? Yeah, but, exactly. but according to Varg in real life, that was all bullshit he fed him. And that's why I still got to look into it. Did they burn these churches down? I'm sorry, folks, guys. I wish yeah. I had this answer, yeah. but I, I I don't have it yet. Yeah. I tried to Google it and I didn't find it yet. <laughs> so now, obviously, Varg was arrested. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's 19 going years to old. jail, sonny boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is where the part where we learned that the record shop, shop was closed down. Yeah. So like right. we said before. Um, and... Uh, Euronymous is in there with Faust and he's pretty much saying like Varg fucked it up for all of us. Like I'm going to kill him. I'm going to, I'm going to tase him and take his body out to the woods to torture him and put him in a snuff film. Yeah. And Var- uh, Faust is like, I'm not really going to do that. Are you? And then he doesn't really say anything. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like starts everything. And, yeah, uh, more facts. Well, straight up once again, from Varg's mouth, like, yeah. he says that like, he says, that this was an actual like he's like this is he was worried and paranoid that like those details are apparently were actually said in real life like he said he was going to do those things to him i didn't know it was right after that incident or anything like yeah. that but apparently according to varg that's i don't want to give away the this, but there is reasons for why he did what he did according and he believes oh, okay. that that's why he did it so, like, so now um Euronymous is in his office and uh he gets a phone call it's crane magazine which i thought was pretty cool yeah that was sweet i like that um He's like, oh yeah, it's so and so from Crane Magazine in uh, the Brit uh, UK. And Ross is like, nah, like stop joking. Yeah, like no, this is him. Like I was calling, pretty much interviews him about the band and Varg and stuff like that. And uh, Euronymous says that he's the leader of the Black Circle, not Varg. Um, so now Varg was released from jail. There's no evidence supporting that he did all this stuff. Uh, he's on the cover of Crane magazine, but Euronymous is uh, taking credit for everything. And this is where Euronymous and Varg meet for the last time before what happens. happens. What happens happens. <laughs> so they're kind of meeting, and um, Euronymous says that he's going to release his own. Or, no, no, Varg is going to release his own music on his own label. Mm-hmm. And then Euronymous is saying, like, no, like, our record's almost done. We're going to have a <clears> world <throat> tour. And Varg's like, what are you talking about world tour? Like, Norwegian black metal, like, we make it for a select few people. I don't fucking do world tour. Mm-hmm. This is where you learn that Euronymous did it all for a promotion. He's like, no, like, all that stuff, like, I lied about. Like, is did it for promotion. Mm-hmm. He's like, the, the necklace, it wasn't yeah. actually, it was a piece of chicken bone. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And then um, Varg's driver, I don't know why they don't have a name for him, but uh, Faust tells him what Euronymous said about uh, doing to Varg. 
So now Euronymous is typing up a contract for Varg, um, giving like everything, like his label and like Varg's music back to Varg, and uh, we'll pay him back for everything. Uh, and he says that we hope we can remain friends. Um, so, um, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. I thought you said you were good. Shut the fuck up. So, uh, Varg's friend is telling Varg about what he said um, about killing him and shit like that. Sorry about that. Gotta get that cracked. <laughs> he's uh, reading the letter that Yorama uh, sent to him. He signs it and then grabs a knife and he's leaving the place with uh, the fucking driver. And Euronymous uh, decides to cut all his hair off. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I found that weird. Yeah. I don't know, like, identity, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's for identity. I think he just wants to change his ways. It uh, uh, looks like it's like they're depicting him as, like, becoming, I don't know, not a softy, but, like, he's mm-hmm. he's, he's uh, starting to, you know, he's, he's more and more with, uh, with yeah. Anne. Because, uh, like, after he cut his hair, too, like, you see his, like, clothing change, too. And yeah. Like, like he's not wearing. You've changed, man. Yeah, but then he's, he's typing up uh, another mayhem thing, saying like, "Has I don't see like the whole thing, but it says something about like we're back." Yeah. So yeah, I wonder what that's about. Yeah, images, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Varg and his driver, they're going driving like pretty far to get to Gronimus's, I think, and he stops at like a video movie store, rents Die Hard too. He says to drivers like. You seen this movie? And he's like, he's like, yeah. It's like, okay, we watch this in my place tonight. It's like, okay. That comes and, uh, a little bit. Yeah, and you're <laughs> yeah, so funny. Um, Agronimus is having visions again of dead. Um, his hair is cut off, and Varg uh, and his driver like pull over to get gas, like and Varg's like right? hiding in his back. Pardon. Oh no! Sorry, I'm just thinking about like it's just like thinking those dreams and everything. Like he's like like dead, dying, yeah. doing yeah. what he thought was like black metal death, right? It was obviously screwed up because it was depression and everything like that. But he's yeah. having these dreams. You're saying he's cutting his hair off and everything like that. Like <laughs> oh, like I'm changing my ways. Like maybe like it's not like the true black metal way. My buddy died for this, and like, he's having yeah. dreams again about him. Like he's mm-hmm. just dreaming like crazy, like finding his path. Like what's the real path? Do I want to keep going down this path? That's true. Of dark metal and like burning churches and killing people. Because I really don't actually believe that to the core. It seems, yeah, there's some parallels I think they're trying to draw. It's like troubled teenager torment. Like, what are you trying, like, just figuring your life out yeah. as you're going along, flying by the seat of your pants, you're kind of like realizing, like, oh shit, like, might have made some mistakes along the way. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, Varg and the driver pull over to get gas, and Varg's like in the backseat with like a blanket over him. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, we need to get gas. I only have enough gas to get back home. Like, just, just go home now. Yeah. And he's like, no, just get gas. And he's like, well, I don't have any money. <laughs> and Varg's like, fuck, we can't use my credit card. And he's like, well, let's go home then. And he's like, oh, fine. We have a credit card. I'll say it was stolen. Yeah. So he gets gas and uh, his driver's like in the store and points to Varg. Varg's like, oh, I fucking did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't even know what was actually going on. He's just pointing over there. Right? Yeah, He's exactly. just paranoia. Yeah. So they're on their way to uh, Euronymous's. Um, Amory is leaving the house and like they're probably boyfriend girlfriend now you know, they're like kissing stuff yeah. and he's like oh can we hang out tomorrow and she's like yeah probably yeah. Um, and this is where Euronymous is typing up his uh, I'm guessing his next album release because he says that they're back yeah 
So now Varg is there. Um, Euronymous's keys are in his door as well. And Varg, like, buzzes in, and Euronymous is like, go, oh, who's this? He's like, oh, it's Varg. He's like, Varg, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I got your contract. Let's fucking do this now. Euronymous is like, you drove all the way from so-and-so in the middle of the night. He's like, yeah, I wanted to be done. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know how Euronymous didn't kind of think something was up a bit. Yeah. And I think did a little bit. And I was just going to pause for a second and draw one little parallel here. Because, like, early on in the movie, when Euronymous is, uh, like, right after Dad kills himself, uh, Euronymous is giving out the necklaces and everything, and then they kick that one band member out. But, like, before he does, before he kicks the guy out, he's, he's like, this is messed up, man. He's like, this is your friend you're talking about. And he just says this thing. He says, we don't have, or, like, you shouldn't have friends. Like, yeah. It's, like, right. essentially, like, yeah. I don't know, devoting yourself to this dark ideology, this dark lord, whatever, your confusion or whatever. Yeah. Even though he doesn't actually believe it himself, he still said this stuff out loud. And yeah. then later on down the movie, like, once again, he's got this girlfriend, like you said, they're making out. And, like, now he's, like, actually got something to live for, you know, like an actual reason, to, a different reason to live and everything like that. It's kind of like you can do that with anything in your life. You can mm-hmm. kind of choose any avenue and kind of, pursue it if you want to and it just depends sometimes now that's why i'm drawing this parallel it's like you start to realize like okay there's a little more than just blackmail it's not all about death and he already knows that and it's like he's yeah. still trying to feed the feed it to the crowds and the masses it seems yeah. like a, a division in his own mind and yeah so now yeah. so now he's uh bar, like bars at his house now and he's yeah he hasn't yeah really suspected <laughs> anything yet but he's kind of you know a little like okay yeah so now var gets up there and uh he opens the door and Varg's like you know let me in he's like yeah <laughs> and they're like at the table kind of like it's kind of awkward a bit and Euronymous like goes to leave and Varg is like wide-eyed like what are you doing man yeah <laughs> like super, where are you going man huh <laughs> he's like super sketched out and Euronymous is like I'm going to grab a pen so I can sign this <laughs> so it goes over and Varg just follows him in he's like what are you looking for your tase gun and Drops is like, what? What are you even talking about? Yeah. He's like, you're going to tase me and put me in a snuff film? He's like, no, like, I didn't mean that. Like, it is. At this point, you're not really sure. Like, yeah. like, maybe he was, who knows? But, like, it looks like he's not going to. And then Bart just fucking pulls his knife. It's and then tense. Just fucking stabs Euronymous, like, two times. And, uh. That, 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 that first one, you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, no, dude. Yeah. <laughs> know, oh, oh. And so Uranus goes back in the kitchen and he's like, stop, stop. We don't need to do this. He's like, this is a good idea. Like, we yeah. can make a thing. It's only a couple steps. looks cool yeah. right now. Yeah. This All can right. make us look evil. <laughs> and Varg is like, had enough of it. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not going to believe you anymore. Yeah. I'm your, your bullshit. And so he saw him a couple of times and he just fucking starts making a chocolate milk or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know what he pauses. Yeah. Gives like gives <laughs> them both to try to like. Yeah, yeah, that's tense too. That's that is a perfect thriller aspect. That's why I was like, yeah. like even though this is like depicted on real life, and like there's arguments is like, is this really a horror movie? But there's definitely aspects where like this twists oh, yeah. you up a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, it just goes to show like how fucking nuts he is. Like he stabs him twice and then just goes about what he's gonna do. Yeah, right? he's just like drinks his chocolate yeah. milk like, and then comes you're back. You're not gonna and get out of here. I'm gonna take a chocolate milk break. You're gonna be yeah, stuck. Yeah, like you're on this. Get you in a stumbles second. over the door. Yeah. Like the lock's not there. Terrifying. A terrifying. Varg is like, oh, you fucking pussy, trying to leave or something. Yeah, and. uh Falling yeah, real hard with those keys. That was another like so thriller he, aspect. He yeah. remembers his keys are in his jacket, so he gets the keys, and then he gets out, and uh, he like knocks on the door, and an old lady answers the door, 
And Varg just comes in, kicks the fucking door shut. Yeah, not yeah. You want someone to save your life? This yeah. old lady, unfortunately, just all she can do is call the cops. You're still gonna run. I don't even think yeah. she calls the cops. Yeah, I don't even know what happens there. Yeah, yeah, this lady's unfortunately not gonna help. So yeah, Yorama stabs him a few more times. Varg stabs Yorama a few more times. He like falls down the stairs more, and then he's like on a landing. Yeah, this is in the back too. He's like, now he's yeah. getting him like in the back, like judge, judge. And you're like, it's oh man, brutal, yeah, man. It's, this is some brutal stabs, guys. Yeah, so he's on the ground, and Yoramis is like, stop, man. He's like, and fucking Vargas is still stabbing in the back, and there's random stabs, like, yeah, just so you're like, one, man, I got this point because you feel yeah. for him and his girlfriend, and you're kind of like, okay, like maybe he'll still make it, right? I don't know why yeah. you're like, like he's like, you're thinking maybe, mm-hmm. but then the more and more stabs, he starts yeah. going. I don't know if you realize, but like. The camera work even started getting like a little like hazy yeah. and like started like yeah. the set the audio started stretching out. And you're yeah. like, oh, and you can hear okay. like Rory Calkin did a great job and like the sound design crew did oh, a great man. job because like job. every stab you can hear Rory go like, <gasps> yeah, like, like it's uh. like it's like every stab is like one more yeah. last breath that he's having. The one where he stabbed in the side there, like just like went under. I could feel that. When yeah, he did that. yeah, there was some powerful imagery there yeah. for sure. So the fucking final stab. Yeah, so Ron's is on the ground now. Like, he's still alive. I don't know how, but every time he stabs him in, just he kind of goes like, <gasps> and then yeah. just fucking yeah. one more stab right in the head. And it's like, holy Yeah, he's fuck. still going. And that, and, this, that's the death blow. Yeah, and that, that final stab was fucking nuts. And, like, Rory's eyes, like, roll back in his head. Yeah. And then, like, everything he's, rolled. Oh, keep going. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. Like, yeah. But then, like, he tries to pull it out, and it's just, like, it looks so fucking it's real, it, it, man. It, like, pops up. It so, does look super real. So like, I was watching this the first time, and my buddy's actually a paramedic. And started to throw all this. Like, it, no. that, that actually, like, the way that he actually died, and, like, everything just lets go. Yeah. And he's like, that's that was super realistic. Death, yeah, yeah. He was like, that actually screwed me up a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, wow, that was well, it was well portrayed as someone dying. That's yeah, nuts. so he tries to pull the, the knife out. Just his head, like, comes up with it. And then he puts his boot on it and pulls it out. Just fucking yeah, blood spurts out a bit, and it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. You, if you if you bury a knife in someone's skull, I I don't know why I've heard this, but it's I, you can't get it out. Maybe because people hunting deer, but yeah, yeah, in a yeah. skull, yeah, that's yeah. that knife's in there. Yeah, yeah. And then before, Euronymous um, says like he's like, oh, that was all talk. That was all talk with the taser. And then Varga's like, yeah, you're all talking. I'm like fucking sick of it. It's like, mm-hmm. that's all you do is talk. And then, yeah. yeah, just before he kills him too, right? He like, even like, uh, uh Uranus like looks up and he's like, you, you believe him at this point that he wasn't going to yeah. actually kill him. Like he just, yeah. that's how they depicted it. And then he looks up and he goes, but they we're friends, man. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Man? Like, stop. And then no, just, yeah. he's had too much. So yeah, Uranus is dead and he says, there you have it. My story. Told you it was going to end badly. He did, tell you in the he did. So now the cops show up at Faust's. They arrest him for the murder, I'm guessing. Um, and then... <laughs> oh, man, I laughed so hard. Oh, yeah, wait, scene. he also walked for glass, too, didn't he? Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. The bottom of his feet were all the fucking bloody. Up, yeah. So now Faust is getting interviewed. Or no, not Faust. The driver is getting interviewed by the cops. Yeah. And like, so what were we doing that night? He's like, oh, we're watching Die Hard 2. And he's like, what? Oh, yeah. What's it about? And he's like, a guy dying hard twice. <laughs> <laughs> a guy that's dying hard. Yeah. 
Twice. So Varg was arrested for the murder of Euronymous. And then it uh, um, yeah, Euronymous says uh, yeah, like I created Norwegian black metal, I did all this, and he's like, What have you done lately? He's like, Poser. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Is that and how it cuts out? Is that the end? end? That's the end. That's yeah. the end. Yeah. And that's the way the blood splatters. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that was some gruesomeness. So like yeah. that was once again the realism in that movie was a little like that director mm-hmm. nailed that kind of stuff. And yeah. it was like that. 100%. I think as a thriller, that was like that was a thrill of horror. Like I, there was a debate with a group of friends I watched yeah. with over whether or not like that was that really a horror movie. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, if you follow like what the ideologies that were kind yeah. of going on in the movie, like Satanism, like yeah. black metal in a yeah. sense, and yeah. I'd say yes. Yeah. I'd say yes. They said no. I think I it's more yes. the thriller avenue, like the yeah. yes, because like it yeah. does start getting yeah, exactly that mm-hmm. that gets you pumping too, mm-hmm. right? That grabbed me. Like that was yeah. well done. You're like. Yeah. Breaking, not sure what the heck's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Do you want a beer? Is that how no, it works? I think we're gonna go with the bar after. Okay. And that's the way the blood splatters. That's how it works. Hey. Well, thanks, guys. All right. Um, okay, Matt. So, as our guest, you want to give your reviews first? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so, what we had to do for story, story and quality out of ten. Story and quality out of ten. So it's hard to rate the story. Like I was, I was mulling that over. I couldn't really figure it out. Like, honestly, I wanted to give it like a seven, 6.5, maybe like it was because like there were some, there were some points where you weren't sure of like the passage of time. Exactly. Like how much time, like once again, when he cut his hair and everything like that, like I wasn't exactly sure at which point in time things were happening, but they moved things along pretty quickly. It seemed like at certain points and slowed it down at other points. So the story arc, it was good. I thought it was well portrayed, but there was a couple parts where you just felt a little lost. And it's like, it really sounded. And, uh, oh, you guys next? No, you do your quality now. Okay, so for my quality, yeah, once again, I thought it was well done. Um, the realism was there. It painted a good picture. It did have, like, once a good story plays into it. <sighs> quality, <laughs> I'd go with another seven. Okay. Uh, seven or eight, even. Yeah. Cool. Like, it was well done. Like, for a guy that directs music videos, yeah. and does all this other stuff, yeah, like, I fair, thought it yeah. was, like, I was in there. Like, it didn't mm-hmm. feel like a B movie. It felt like a, felt yeah. like a bigger movie. and. Didn't feel like it was trying to be overly righteous on itself mm-hmm. either. So yeah, quality. Give it a seven or eight. Just seven point five. There you go. All right, perfect. So I gave my full disclosure. I gave both my scores the exact same as you. No, what point five? No, not the point five. Oh, okay. I was not the point. Five. Oh, no, uh, my story. I gave a seven out of ten. Um, I said it like it almost felt like a behind the scenes view of like one of the darkest black metal bands in history um i'm a fan of metal like brooke mentioned at the start but like i've never been like a black metal fan or a norwegian black yeah, metal fan. I, I can agree with you there um but i found this movie like super interesting in the sense like we get a view of like what goes on in the minds of of these church burners and like these violent black metal bands and stuff like that um i at the time of writing this i didn't know if everything in the movie was 100 percent accurate but the mm-hmm. director did a great job of making you think that it is. Yeah. Like if you don't do the research, like you think like, Oh shit, this stuff actually happened. Yeah. Um, everything's believable, even though it's like super far fetched um, just because of the fact that it's not stuff that we see in mainstream um, music culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, true, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I had a lot of different feelings about the two main characters. Um, like at the start, I felt bad for Varg, and then at the end, I hated him. Yeah, and then with Euronymous, uh, I hated him at the start, and I felt bad for him at the end. It was like mm-hmm. they completely switched those roles. Um, I found the movie a little bit long and drawn out in some parts, but I mean, it was still yeah. still really good. Yeah. Uh, quality, I gave an eight out of ten. Interesting. This movie fucked me up on the violence, <laughs> man. Yeah, a couple shockers. Like, I love gore. I love gore. She makes fun of me all the time, man. She, well, not makes fun of me. She, like, thinks I'm fucked up for it. <laughs> She's like, how do you enjoy this? I'm like, well, because I can differentiate mm-hmm. between reality and, like, this is a fucking movie. Yeah. With this yeah. movie... Like it looks real. Yes. Like the the violence in this, the stabbings, the the mm-hmm. wrist slitting, the fucking throat slitting, the shotgun blast to the head, it looks real. Yeah. Like it almost feels like you're watching a snuff film. Yeah. yeah. yeah not sure why they chose that direction with the realism, but yeah. I think it did have to do with like, well, there's a lot of like they didn't, he didn't want to draw attention to like some, yeah yeah like he, there's this violence and there's so much other violence in human mm-hmm. history yeah. that like, mm-hmm. we can just we just ignore yeah but it's been there yeah. and like it's kind of shouldn't be. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, it fucked me up though. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that pig's head too. Whenever he throws it into the crowd, like it's, it would be hard to convince me that that pig's head wasn't real. Yeah, like, it <laughs> looked super real. real yeah, yeah. Um, the acting for the most part was really well done by all actors. Uh, mm-hmm. Costume design was top notch and like accurate yeah, to the black metal said. scene. Yeah. Um, Jonas Ackerlin did a great, like he did a lot of research from what I've read. Uh, in order to get things accurate to like where he wants it to be accurate kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, Pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like he looked through interviews and police reports and a bunch of shit like that. Um, he also said in an interview that he didn't want it to be like overbearing with black metal music throughout the whole movie mm-hmm. because he said like, yeah, it's hard to, listen to like mm-hmm. you kind of oh, have to have an ear for black metal to enjoy it yeah and he felt like if there was too much in it it would like kind of take mm-hmm. away from the movie plus no one would really let him use the music well, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. that's a joke, just joke yeah. but seriously yeah <laughs> everyone said fuck off that was <laughs> fuck off that was the response apparently yeah. everyone would give anyway. yeah i read that too i thought that was funny <laughs> and uh generic response yeah but yeah so story seven out of ten quality eight out of ten nice um, yeah, I read also on the trivia on IMDb that uh, the real Euronymous um, didn't actually drink at yeah. all. And he or did, smoke. Or smoke. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And he drank a shit ton of Coca-Cola, I guess, yeah. in real life. And you see product placement of Coke all throughout yeah. the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, I did see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also another thing I saw people were pissed about was that the movie was in English. But Yeah, once again. Yeah, sorry. Just like the movie that, yourself. That they didn't even have like... <laughs> Uh, accents but apparently oh yes yeah apparently where is it yeah there's a criticism that the actors in this film all spoke english this has an amount of accuracy in it for one all of mayhem's lyrics were in english but perhaps more interestingly when the band first met dead from sweden they didn't speak any swedish and dead similarly didn't speak any norwegian so in their early days they actually did communicate with each other in english as it was the only language they all spoke mm. So, okay. but like, That's I would have liked, sense. yeah, definitely. But I would have liked to have heard like the, the accent. A little, yeah, a little, little, little mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. A little Norway twang. Um, all right. Yes, so yes. for my story, I also gave it a seven out of 10. Holy shit. Uh, oh, 
<laughs> Guys, so now, we did not talk about yeah. it beforehand <laughs> at all, folks. <laughs> um, now, I don't know the true no. story of Mayhem, so i just coming at this as a movie-goer. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. yeah. But I thought this movie really showed what people will do to fit in and also mm-hmm. become famous. Because, mm-hmm. like, Varg, like, he becomes who he is because he just wants to fit in with the black metal community at first, and then he just fucking overtakes it. And then you'll you also see what Euronymous does to get the attention to become true Norwegian black metal. Yeah. Like he tells people that he ate dead's brain. He says like, Oh yeah, yeah. I ate his brains. Yeah. And shit like that. Trying to fit in, yeah. Um, I love the script and the dialogue too. I loved uh, all the characters. Um, I like your point about the timeline. Like, it skips ahead so much, but you can't even tell it skips ahead because that's like, well, it's one year now and it's two years later, but it's like they don't really seem or look that different. Yeah. Um, so yeah, seven out of 10 for story. And for quality, I also gave it an eight out of 10. Get out of here. What's going on here? It's crazy. <laughs> um, I thought the set and the costume design are all really great. Get out of my head. I thought the acting was really good, especially from Rory Culkin. I thought he did a really good job in it. Yeah. Um, like you guys already said, the director, I thought, did a really good job. I was really surprised <laughs> to see all he really did was music videos. Yeah. And to make this movie and all the fucking gore scenes, and I thought it was really well done. I thought the soundtrack was awesome as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Seven and eight out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot. um, Same thing. Like, a lot of people aren't sure over the the director's choice if he did certain things with the characters because he was pissed off that they were just turning him down left, right, and center for the music. (laughs) Right, right. Or if he was trying to accurately depict things. I think he was trying to accurately kind of depict things. Yeah. But there's a there's a little discre- there's a little mm. little debate over that too. But I feel like the like the real life people wouldn't like they probably don't want their name like slandered in a that's, that's exactly movie. it. No, they, they, that's what they they don't want big Hollywood, especially with yeah. black metal, right? Yeah. They don't yeah. want that. They don't yeah. want it at all. But uh, yeah, that's why that's why the most hated movie before it even yeah. came out. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of debate. Yeah. All right, so we know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored out. Oh. The critics' consensus, Lords of Chaos presents a grimly compelling dramatization of a real-life music scene whose aggressively nihilistic aesthetic spilled over into fatal acts of violence. That's quite the long one. That was a tongue twister. Yeah. All right. Have you checked Rotten Tomatoes yet? I Matt? have not. I was right. told I could not. So Perfect. I did not. I'm interested. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> You're going to guess what the critic score oh, is. Oh, really? 4.5. I don't know why. It's out like, of 100. Like, oh, yeah. out of, then out of 100. Uh, critic score out of 100, eh? Oh, I feel like it'd be like a... It's like a 60. You're kind of close. Seventy-two percent. Okay, nice. On okay. seventy-five rating. That's what we gave it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're really close to the audience score. They give it a sixty-two percent on five hundred seventy-four ratings. Really, the audience hated it more than the critics. Yeah, that's interesting. But the audience would have been mostly, I guess, well, maybe Mayhem fans didn't even watch it because of all the drama. Yeah, it's like when they scored a zero yeah. the whole way through. Like, yeah. oh wow, I got a zero. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. Head on over to the scare section. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. 
You coming? You coming? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Bring the safety rope. <laughs> All right, Matt, what do you give it for a scare rating out of 10? Out of 10. Yeah, there were moments. There was uh, – the whole movie wasn't exactly scary, but you're wondering what it's leading up to. Yeah. I'd give it a six. Uh, no, no, you know what? No, that's way scarier. Uh, give it a five. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because there, at the end, though, it did, it did grab you. Yeah. It did grab you, and you were like, yeah, you were pumping. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Brooke, uh, I gave it a two out of ten. Oh, um, sorry about I that. I mean, like, folks. it wasn't scary. It was scary or, easily. <laughs> like, it wasn't scary, and to me, it wasn't. It's hard to say. Like, we just talked about it. Like, I didn't really find it. A horror movie per se right. but it definitely like more thriller like you guys said mm-hmm. um, but like the one scene of dead which i'm sure we'll talk about in a minute here <laughs> was super tough to watch so like just the yeah. gore was super like accurate and believable uh so yeah i almost want to drop mine down me. yeah i almost want to drop mine down now I was like wait a minute man what about you, Mark? I give it a three out of ten. Okay. okay. So I said the dream scenes in the third act of the movie were like super creepy and weird and like yeah, like the the one it I think it was the second one that happened. Like I was kind of like I was into the movie and then just all of a sudden it fucking flashed a crow and I was like Jesus, where the fuck did that come from? But uh, and then like overall, like I said, overall the movie's not scary, but like those scenes worked and the violence throughout the movie were like super well done and extremely effective. Yeah. But yeah, gruesome portrayal. Definitely. Uh, what's your scariest scene, Matt? Yeah, probably when he's cutting his arms open and uh, ends up blowing his head off. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely. Wait, like, well, I guess that's a gore factor. The scariest scene would have been at the end because that's where I was literally yeah. gripping a little bit. So yeah. actual fear yeah. and the end of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I said when Dead kills himself, but I'm actually going to change it. And I'm going <laughs> to... Right? Okay, yeah. what are you going with? When I first watched this movie, like, I had no idea it was about, like, Mame and all that shit. Like, I just okay. heard Same about thing. it. Yeah. And no whenever Varg killed Euronymous, like, that shocked the fuck out of me. Yeah. Like, I did not see that coming at all. How brutal it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And, like, it talked to my heartstrings a little bit, because, like... Yeah. Um, you're like well, Rory Culkin did such a good job because he's like fucking crying. He's and falling like, in love now. Now yeah, it's all gone. Yeah. And, fucking, and uh, yeah, I just did not see that coming the first time I watched it. So and it was brutal as fuck too. Yeah, and it pans over at one point that it got his girlfriend too, where she's crying too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, on those right. strings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, she's not. yeah. What were you, Mark? I said uh, dead suicide. Yeah, and I'm going to keep it as that. All right, because uh, that fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah, that that burned its way in there for sure. Yeah, like I don't like I really enjoyed the movie, but I don't know if I want to watch it ever again just because of these. Like, That's the way. I some realistic parallels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like okay. Yeah. All right, Matt, would you survive? It's kind of a weird question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I was a young teenager, adolescent once, you know, get involved in all that. You know, if I was thrown into that whole thing there, you know, things got a little tense. No, I probably would have ran. Been like, yeah, I don't burn a church. Is, <laughs> guys, this is nuts. Like, yeah. I, yeah. dinner's over here. Like, I just got to go home. <laughs> My mom's calling me. I got to go. Yeah. yeah. Would I survive all those stabbings? Hell no. No, yeah, no. no. But you wouldn't put yourself in that position again. Yeah, I might not have yeah. even got that far. <laughs> um, I said yes, I would survive the black circle. Uh, I probably wouldn't. I would probably do the some crazy circle. shit, but I wouldn't go as far as fucking sniffing dead crows and killing yeah. people. Like, no, I was 
do some dumb shit like mailboxing or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're so metal, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. So you did last night that mailbox? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, Mark? Um, yeah, like I said, it's a hard, uh, hard question to answer with this movie, but yeah, I probably would have been gone after I watched Dead slice his wrists on stage. Like, I would have been like, oh, yeah, like I am in That's way over point. my fucking head here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would have been That's- gone. My mom's a nurse, for real. Oh. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's so many diseases, man. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. Like, everybody in that crowd has HIV now. Yeah. That's how, that's how it happens. All right. So, normally this would be our section for top fives or face-offs, but because it's a guest episode, it's our podcast on Elm Street double-double special. <gasps> You are Canadian, so you know what a double double is. Oh yes, give me a couple of those. Just don't order from America, because apparently you learned the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> you do listen. <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, our double double special with a guest is uh, Brooke asks two questions, I ask two questions, and you just give us your answer. Who's the milk and who's the sugar in this or cream? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> This is late night podcasting. Now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is Blue Nuit. Cue the yeah. music, Blue everybody. <laughs> it's getting smooth in here. <laughs> All right, Brooke, do you want to go first? Sure. All right, Matt. If you had the honor to be killed by any horror movie villain, who would it be and how would they do it? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, man. So many. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Alrighty. Any horror movie villain. Well, what was it? We just watched one recently, and the guy has a guitar, and it's a huge drill. Oh, Slumber Party Massacre. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that guy was just absurd. Like, just yeah, just yeah, just stab yeah. me through the wall with a huge drill. Like, yeah. that's pretty badass. Okay. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I like, that guy. I like, I like that. that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Prophecy for knowing that movie too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Joe Bob, by the way. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, true, yeah. true. Yeah, bring him in. Bring him in. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're the next horror icon. What's your weapon of choice? Mm. <laughs> a giant guitar with a drill. <laughs> Once again, guys, the same thing. Weapon of choice. Horror movie icon? <sighs> That's a big one. You can use anything. Anything yeah. can be used to kill anybody. Yeah. What did Parsons say? I forget what he said. His was just absolutely ridiculous. Anyways. Mm, mm. <laughs> That's not a question, man. That's one thing. Lasers. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, it would always be good to have, you know, a katana, like a samurai sword. That would be pretty badass. Like, that thing yeah. would go through a lot. You know, it's double-handed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that thing would just go through. Like, you could do a yeah. lot with that. Yeah. yeah there would be a lot of scenes where like you can't stop this guy with a yeah. sword that's nuts <laughs> definitely <laughs> brooke and i know firsthand yeah Playing ghost of tsushima <laughs> yeah all right um uh, my second question is almost the same as mark's but with a twist on it oh shit okay uh if you were to use any musical instrument as a weapon what would it be <laughs> i like that <laughs> The guitar mm. with the drill. <laughs> Once again, guys. The third time I have to repeat this. The guitar with the damn drill. All right. Uh, any, any. <clears throat> that's a big one too. It'd be pretty crazy to see someone kill somebody with drums. 
So yeah, that would be like, cool. like, how would that happen? Sharpen the drumsticks, or, something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or just play him so hard that you're blowing people away. It's like on Step Bros when he puts his head in the thing and hits the pedal. Yeah, like, like, yeah. The pedal's like a spike on it or something. Just because I want to see it, let's use the drums. All right. All right. Let's see the drums right. for once, folks. Let's see the drums kill somebody. A lot like, of options is one instrument. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. True. It's multifaceted. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, you're making your own horror movie. Who do you cast as your final girl, and why? Hmm. It doesn't have to be a previous final girl in a movie. It can be any actress that comes to mind. All righty. Well, I guess the one that's in all the other uh, scary movie movies is uh, Anna Faris. As okay. You, yeah. Yeah. I think it would just be funny. She just, just makes it through somehow. She's just the last one standing. Always just yeah. ditzy, just gets through and somehow is the last one standing. That would be funny. Yeah, like a lot of comedy horrors, like a straight horror, and she's the final girl. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. somehow she just bumbles her way through. She's just the one that stands <laughs> at the end of the movie. All right. Cool. <laughs> I dig it. All right, so that's it. Do you want to do the plug that you were talking about? Or? Well, I was going to say, like, the, the craziest thing about this movie is, like, I was going to have one more little quick thing. Yeah. But just about, like... It's about like religion, once again, like taking over other religions. Like that's a big, broad subject. And there are people out there looking for like reasons to live. And like, like these things did happen. Like you can't really deny the fact that probably churches were built over top of other churches. And now this is the ruling religion in the area. And Mm -hmm. I think it's crazy that these guys are just finding these ideologies and like, like once again, trying to follow Odinism. Um, and just getting super lost and like taking it a little bit too far. Like yeah. it's a crazy idea yeah. uh, that this actually happened in real life too. And this is how far it can get construed. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, what a what a what an interesting movie. I gotta yeah. say, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, what do we did? What do we ended off with? Like, uh, well, if you want to talk about what you what we were saying before we started recording, or- oh, about like doing blogs and everything like yeah. that. But also, yeah, like this movie did have some parallels with actual mental trauma like the one main uh dead did end up ending his life kind of thing yeah and uh, not to put a super serious note on here guys but anybody any man that's out there do you ever have any problems like that like if you're ever super lost like we live in canada and ontario like there are facets to bring yourself to like if you ever have super mental strife please like the, the 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 end goal isn't to end up taking yourself out like if you're struggling that hard like like anybody, I think it's a great idea to be able to line your thoughts up, get a therapist, talk yeah. to someone. Sometimes it can be expensive, but there are some free mental health clinics around. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there that's struggling, please, like this has happened to some people I know, just get yourself some help if you really need it because yeah. it's out there. And like, don't choose the other option because it yeah. doesn't end well for anybody. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, the crisis services number for suicide prevention is 833-456-4566. Very good. Now that is in Canada. Um, I don't have time to look for the States, but. But it's okay. But the point is, it's like when you're troubled thoughts and everything's racing, even talking to somebody, like if you have no one to turn to, like it it helps. You got to get that out of you. Like it's in there and it helps. Yeah. Talk about your feelings, folks. Guys, we got feelings. It's okay. Boys can cry too. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Not me, because I'm black metal. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we'll do our plugs now. Um, you guys can find us on Instagram at a podcast on Elm Street. Uh, if you click the link in our bio, you'll see links to our Patreon account uh, where you can flow us some money if you so wish. 
Uh, we also have a link to our T public account where you can rock some of our merch. Um, there's also links to everywhere that you can listen to us. If you haven't already figured that out and, uh, yeah, we're on Facebook, kind of on Twitter, kind of on slasher. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're more prominent on Instagram and Facebook and, uh, yeah, if you guys want to talk, if you want to give us a movie suggestion, if you want to fucking come on for an episode, if you want to have us on for an episode, just slide into those DMs and let us know. We'll work something out. Matt, yes? I got one more plug. I was okay, just thinking about right. Okay, that's just because it has to do with music and everything. That My brother's got a band. It's it's about, uh, you know, there's a lot of alien conspiracy, and I love it. They have, a, they have a really good sound. Check them out on Spotify. It's Candy Face with a K. Candy face, and as well as uh, I just remember what our plug is on Instagram for checking out our interlocking work, and it's pretty much you just type in interlock restoration on Instagram, and you can see all the stuff that we're doing on there just for fun. Cool. As well, a girl I'm seeing, Amanda, she's got another thing. Uh, just check out Amanda Neal Music on Facebook. There you, go. you just got brandy points. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Amanda. <laughs> and uh, what's your Instagram? My Instagram? Oh, it's, well, it's just me. Uh, I don't even know. It's just my name, I'm pretty sure. I think it's Hank Hill Ninjas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty, yeah it's, I plugged that in there. Yeah. Hank Hill Ninjas? Yeah, That's pretty much crazy. everything. Even my email. Like, even I, actually, I should probably change that. I'm pretty sure my clients, I email, it says Hank Hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Either way, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Hank Hill. Gotta love those propane and propane accessories. <laughs> I love it. That's great. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> right on, guys. That was awesome. Thank yeah, you very much. Thank Thanks, you. Uh, thanks for being here, man. I really appreciate it. Great stuff. I'm going to keep listening. And uh, t- I'll talk next week, guys. See you later. Bye.